Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what can happen when politicians monkey around with taxation structures. Tax structures are designed to raise revenue to provide services for citizens. Unlike the federal government, which has the latitude to print money, states and cities eventually have to balance their books. Cities and towns are not officially recognized entities in the constitution of a country. They're given their powers by the state or the provincial legislation, depending on which country you live in. So state or provincial legislation always trumps the local legislation. With the state level, they can enact new regulations that can quickly turn things upside down for a city. On today's show, we're going to look at a well-intentioned piece of state legislation that is having some unintended side effects at the local level. It's a cautionary tale of what can happen when things look stable and predictable. It's the reason why you need to have an unreasonable amount of cash reserve available to handle the possible delays that can result. The state of Idaho has implemented new legislation designed to protect homeowners from surprises in property taxes. These rules put limits on the cities and towns in terms of how they can increase their property taxes on the citizens. Now, the rules are complex. The problems of a particular city can vary widely from one to the next. It's common for a growing city to experience annual growth of, say, 1% a year. A really fast-growing area might experience annual growth of 2% a year. So if the state imposes a cap of 8% growth in the budget for property taxes to grow from one year to the next, that kind of seems reasonable. It seems reasonable until you look at specific boundary conditions. Let's say you have a number of small satellite communities outside the boundary of a major metro area. The overall metro area might be experiencing that 1% annual growth. But if the city happens to be outwardly expanding, as it often does, then you can have a situation where a satellite community may experience hypergrowth over a period of just a few years. It's not uncommon for a few major developers to come in and build a thousand houses at a time in a town of only 5,000 people. That town of 5,000 might be on the edge of town of half a million. In that case, a thousand houses measured on the half a million seems insignificant, but on 5,000, that's 20% growth. That small town cannot support the growth because they would be required to expand services faster than they're permitted to do on their tax rolls. Now, I won't go into all the nuances of this particular legislation. It took a few hours to explain in the city council meeting that I reviewed. For those of you who take the time to fully understand the new legislation, you'll quickly realize there's many provisions in these new rules which I've not included in this short discussion. The city in question is Caldwell, Idaho. Caldwell is a suburb of Boise, which has experienced tremendous growth in recent years. Boise is one of the fastest growing areas in the country right now. We have several land development projects underway in the area. The new state legislation says that retroactive to the start of 2021, any new zoning change of a property would have to be assessed at its former use, not its current use. So if you had a parcel of agricultural land that got rezoned for development, the city would still have to include that land as agricultural for budgeting their taxes. For the city of Caldwell, the loss in tax revenue from the state-mandated changes amounts to $650,000 in the current fiscal year and probably more in future years. Unless they reduce services on a per capita basis, which means fire, police, utilities, and education, the city's being pushed into a deficit position, which also legally it's not permitted to do. Cities can't borrow funds to fund operations. So the city of Caldwell immediately implemented a 120-day moratorium on approval of any new development in order to give them time to figure out how they were going to respond to the new rules. That means that all development applications in process and any new applications would come to a screeching halt. 
the impact, of course, is far more than 120 days. Let's say that in 120 days, the city comes out with a solution to their tax problem. It might be in the form of new development impact fees assessed to developers to help pay for the growth, which the state now says can't be borne by existing taxpayers. Those existing development applications would need to be reassessed with the newly developed rules. Then the city would have to restart the process of hearing new applications. Most cities already backed up because of the pandemic. And then finally, they would look at new applications that are in the queue. Whenever there's a system that's overloaded, it results in queuing delays. You only need to think about crowded freeways to think about what happens to traffic volume when it increases beyond the rated capacity of the road. The delays multiply. Okay, so the city of Caldwell is going to experience more acute shortage of housing because of the delays in construction being approved. There's already a very low inventory of properties for sale, and the continued migration of population into the area doesn't know anything about why development applications are being slowed down. The result of that is that prices for existing homes are likely to increase further and faster than they already have over the past year, as the pent-up demand is not satisfied. As the market values increase due to the higher demand, then of course the assessed value for those properties will also increase. That means those same communities will experience an increase in property taxes because of the rising values that was caused by the shortage of supply that was caused by the legislation aimed at reducing property taxes. You can see the circular argument. And you can also see that governments often create unintended consequences with their actions. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.